Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Come to Daddy with Ruben Kay, the podcast for people who found it difficult to latch on until their adult teeth came in. We explore and excavate our own trauma to find and gain access to that second knuckle of personal growth. I don't want to say I've got daddy issues, but I made an OnlyFans for his tombstone. How are you doing, Amanda? This is my producer, Amanda. She's brilliant. She's lovely. And guess what? 58 days sober today. Actually, it's 57 because of last night. But um, <laughs> So we're going to do bullet points to yep. try and intro this week. Because I let's think JFK let's, this out. Let's just really, really <laughs> cut this down. So three words. Reuben Kay, who am I? Definitely naturally blonde. Reuben Kay, what is this podcast? Come to Daddy. Okay, three more words. Please now listen. Reuben Kay, why are parents so important? Mum, dad, inheritance. <laughs> oh. I mean, love. Ouch. Reuben Kay, where am I? What am I wearing? Can I just clarify this was written for you? So where are you and what are you wearing? Whether it's you or me, it's the exact same answer. Black lingerie, PVC trench coat, wellies. It's quite a lot of words, but I'm going to let it go. Let me ask you, in three words, how do listeners contribute to Come to Daddy? Email, please. Come to daddypodcast at gmail.com. Yes, listeners, do the sins of the father carry on through to the son? Does the apple fall far from the tree? Insert third metaphor here. I'm tired. 
It doesn't all have to be sort of Freudian trauma, does it? We're looking for lols, bants and fun. You can tell by the way you said fun that you are not Jewish. So let's get into it. My guest today is a fiercely original comedy voice with a pretty unconventional upbringing. Brought up as one of five children to a single mum in his America... In his America. Do you like that? How fucking (laughs) dumb is that? I like it. He was raised in a non-denominational cult, whatever that means, and brought up to believe that the world was going to end, in his words, 46 minutes from now. He's a straw Peter for the modern age, or possibly the most intense canary in the coal mine of societal collapse. Moses Storm, welcome. Come Thank to Daddy. Thank you so much. I, coming from the States, you're blowing my mind by doing any preparation for a podcast, period. The oh, fact yeah? that you have written a thing and did some work on it, it is mind-blowing. I am desperate to please. <laughs> I mean, that's how I work. I mean, I work like that very hard on myself, but I think in the States, it's just like four guys that definitely have HPV just sitting around and talking about what Quentin Tarantino movie was the best. And that's the show. And there's millions of listeners. I don't understand. The entitlement of I am enough seems like straight male privilege. Yes. I'm enough to just lounge on the couch and I'd I'd have never had that type of uh, bravado and confidence where you're just in a conversation but oh this dumb shit we're talking about this should be a podcast correct well it's it's the height of whatever those conversations we had when we were young saying oh my god we should be comedians yes we yes. would be hilarious and it's even worse now because the bar for podcast is much lower than yeah. comedy come to you you're going out and people are already against you of like do your best to make me laugh that's the base of line of, of of the audience the same as magicians where they're like yeah i try and trick me yeah. but uh, podcast the bar is for clearance of what is acceptable is so low that that's why there's just so many it's and because it's, just- it's definitely an art form <laughs> an art yeah. form that it's a passive thing you're listening to a podcast while you're doing something else you don't have to focus on it Yes. You're sort of skimming the top of it. Like Yeah, well that's what I like about your work of just the 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 stuff I have seen is there is an emphasis on the visual. Mm-hmm. And it's what I'm trying to do because I, I don't think stand up has, has kept up with the, the the visual medium. It's no. it's fine. Stand up was very impressive in the nineteen forties when it was just a guy who didn't die of cholera who was talking for 40 minutes. But now it's like, okay, if you're asking for people to talk to you in the modern era, we have a thousand different distractions, tablets, yeah. and and ADHD, and a, a bunch of pills that we could go do later, then you are asking a lot out of people to just sit and watch you. So uh, what are you doing here in Australia? I'm trying to work on this show, trying to work on this cult show, trying to talk about my childhood, right? which uh, is it's, it's been harder than I thought, or I thought it was a better of a, of a comedian because there's some stuff that's so heavy or just some stuff that I, oh, the most embarrassing thing is like realizing you're not really out of the cult yet and you still have these, these cult mindsets. So yeah. it's been the hardest show I've, I've ever had to work on. That sounds so brave. Wow. You are brave. Man. Oh, my God. I mean, it's got a BAFTA that it just birthed. It came out of my mouth. Uh, it's just a gold statue came out. That's what happens. Um, but, yeah, so then workshopping it out here. And then I have some audience participation in it, but I just noticed as a performer I'm really leaning on the audience participation so that I don't have to open up or, or write material. address things. Yeah. Because yeah. writing material is Ugh, overrated. Hated. 
Overrated. Too many people to it. Welcome back to Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> We're gonna watch a movie in real time. Let's just do reactions <laughs> now. Do reactions we don't need to actually say anything. All right, we're gonna get right into yeah. it with the parental questionnaire. It's only quick fire answers in this round, please. Moses. Names of parents. Mark and Kathy. Why Oof. why Moses from Mark and I Kathy? I know. I think even the religion that they tried to help start is just to escape that. That, that very boring persona, just the mediocrity of being uh, uh, white. Mark and Mark, Kathy, just to think of the most boring things. If you forget their names, just say wheat toast <laughs> and taupe, the color taupe. <laughs> Where do wheat toast and taupe live? Uh, so Ohio slash that- Michigan. Uh, my dad's Jewish and my mom is is Catholic and I think they were let down by their parents. So a great incentive to start their own spin-off religion would would be like lashing out at mommy and daddy. And okay, I want to hear so much about this. But the third question in the parental questionnaire, how much do you blame them for how you turned out as a percentage? Uh, so it, until very recently, it's just now been 50%, but before it was a hundred percent. But I think the thing about now I'm in my thirties is you make your own mistakes as an adult Mm -hmm. and it's just like, Oh, I was just doing my best, but I did fuck up. I maybe ruined this relationship with this girl or I was like uh, a little cold in, in some ways. So then the older you get, the unfortunate thing is that you, uh, your balls hang so much lower than you would ever imagine. (laughs) They're gray before everything else. Um, just the balls, not even the hair. Just the balls are gray. There's no blood flow. <laughs> but you just you make your own mistakes, and then you start to forgive. You can't help but forgive because you start making mistakes. Well, you just, you I think sometimes you just get too exhausted to not forgive. Yeah. As a self-preservation, you kind of go, I have to just let this go and forgive and comprehend right. and understand. And if you don't forgive, if you don't understand that that they were also going through their own shit from their parents, that mm-hmm. they was passed on to them but piled on, you know, the hardest thing that a child has to do is you have to live all the unfulfilled dreams of of your parents. That's- and they're already living unfulfilled dreams of unfulfilled yes. dreams of unfulfilled dreams. Yeah. It's a cyclical cycle, so once you acknowledge that, it's very hard to be angry at yeah. people. It's the plot of the Prince of Egypt. What were they like as people? My dad's very reserved. He's not outgoing at all. So right. I don't. It's, it's hard for me to actually understand who he is because I don't have a relationship with him. And a lot of what I know about him is my mom uh, post-divorced shit-talking him. Right, which is objective. So messy of a divorce. (laughs) The most unprofessional divorce. So catty. So full of gossip. Orthodox? No. Reform kind of. No, like a new barely there. We're going birthright. Almost uh, Kabbalah. Or he says, it's Kabbalah. That's like, okay, you live on a swamp in Florida. You don't get to correct people. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually pronounced Kabbalah. It's halfway between Kumbaya and Kabbalah. Yeah, yeah. It's Kabbalah with the guitar magic lyrics. Yeah. But, but, and she was very popular in high school. She was the homecoming queen. She was uh, very in shape. She got a lot of attention from people. She was terrible in school because people would do her homework for her. Mm-hmm. And she was, they were in a, um, a Christian rock band at the time together. She played <laughs> drums. He was yeah. on guitar. So then, so then they agreed to have sex. This sounds very clinical. Like yeah. There's paperwork. And then that one time that they had sex, my oldest sister, Faith, was born. Well, uh, can see if she's not born. Yeah, very quick. Very <laughs> that productive. Is very fertile. It yeah. is. He just comes on a, on a Kleenex and there's an embryo on it. Truly the chosen people. <laughs> so, um, so then they had, they, they, they were not in love. They just got pregnant. 
Mm. And then in their religious upbringings, they just had to get married right away. That was it. There was no question, are we going to keep the baby? Mm. Should we even do this? It's just like, how do we find a wedding dress that will cover the baby bump? Can we get the venue earlier? Yeah. Is it cheaper to get married on 9-11? 9-11 had not <laughs> happened yet, but they were they- plotting. <laughs> <laughs> so they so then they got shotgun married very fast. Yeah. And then uh, and then and then uh, had four more kids on top of that. How though? Um I think they've had sex a total of five times, and every time my dad is incredibly fertile. Yeah. Um yeah, I think I mean, uh, so. But a man loves a woman very much. Okay, he puts his penis. What? Um, Where? I think on her butt, and then her butt falls off, mm-hmm. and then it breaks into two eggs, and then a stork comes out, and then a stork goes and kidnaps a baby from a poor, impoverished country, and then and that's how you're, that's how you're born. Birth is a miracle. <laughs> that is the level of education I have, because I've literally never been to school. So they seem great. Um, will they listen to this? My mom will. I don't think... You have a relationship with her? Yeah. Very reluctant one. Like, she's really... Reluctant. Oh, she's pushing for it, and you're like, "Mm, maybe later? Yeah. She's someone that's hyper-controlling. I had bleach blonde hair as a child because my mom didn't want anyone knowing that she was not a natural blonde. So she dyed all (sighs) five of her kids bleach blonde. Was she Faye Dunaway? (laughs) Yes, she is. Is is your mom Faye Dunaway? She really is. The more I talk about it, I'm like, oh, she's the main character. Mm. I'm an extra in her movie. Yeah. The things that she has done as a human being, really the driving force behind this spinoff religion turned failed cult. But she's someone that if you met her, she's the most charismatic person you've ever met. You're like, that woman is so fun. Yeah. And yeah. then how can you change? How can you say no? Yeah. So, so you your mother is sort of Michigan's answer to Joan Crawford. Yes. And you are Christina right in the tell all book. Right in there. What was the religion that they were involved? What What was the religion they, they were in the startup with? It was a, a mixture of Judaism and Catholicism. They go well. The, the leader of it is my mom's uncle, so my great uncle. Mm-hmm. And his origin story is he was a, a running back at, at Michigan State. Um, he's a, a great football player. He gets hit incredibly hard, and he knows his football career is over. He's never going to make it to the pros, never going to do anything. And then God comes down onto the field and says, yes, your your ego, your whole identity is gone, but it is your life is so much more important. This is the one true way. Any organized religion is wrong, Christianity, Catholicism, Judaism. This uh, man has perverted this. The devil's trying to... to to pervert you know, uh, governments are wrong public school systems all that's wrong it is your job to spread the word so i was up to it i was kind of agreeing with a lot of it until it was it's up to you to spread the word yes especially someone who i mean i don't believe that i do believe that he did see god i do believe on that football field he saw god we also know through science now that what he was experiencing james is uh, cte it's a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> in American football, whatever we call that, they just hit people incredibly hard. And it's very common that people have concussions. People think that their wife that's in bed next to them is a murderer and they will stab them. Uh, they get incredibly violent. Uh, and then it's very common that they'll see God or have some spiritual awakening. But it is physical brain damage. So I do believe he did see God, but God is just like a black. But God is brain brain. damage. Yes, God is brain damage. And that's the takeaway. Thank you for coming to come to daddy. That's where we'll (laughs) leave it.
<laughs> so it's actually very impressive that he was able to get two other families on board with this failed cult, this failed mixture of Judaism and Catholicism. What's embarrassing is that my parents heard the same story that you and I just heard and your listeners heard. And then we're like, yeah, that's that guy with the brain damage is onto something. <laughs> what are the ten, what are the I'm trying to think of the tenets of Catholicism and the tenets of, right? of Judaism. And you're like, oh, uh, so the greatest hits of those two. No, it's like um, the, all the boring parts. Yeah. So essentially it was based on the King James uh, version of the Bible. Uh, so then but a heavy emphasis on the book of Revelation. Yeah, already it's... It's the big doomsday one. I don't know how much you know about it, but that was like, that was the book that we kept reading over and over again is just that one. It's a heavy so it's like emphasis a prepper on... prepper cult? What's that? It's like a prepper cult? Yeah, but, but they were smart enough to not put a date on it. Oh, yeah. Do you know how those cults do that? It's insane. To yeah. be like, on, on January 1st... This, this specific date. Why, why, why do that to yourself? Why not be vague? We'll make all the money we need to buy them. Right. That's and insane. Then we'll, then we'll go to Florida. I think the research I've done is that you, they people experience cognitive dissonance. Then, if you give up all your worldly possessions, if you cut out your family, and you say that this date's going to be the thing that your followers will go along, because it is so hard for us to admit that we were wrong and that we made a mistake and that we were duped. That all those cults that put on a number date and people uh, and it never comes true. There's no end of it. People just keep people actually they dig their heels in deeper with the cult because they cannot admit to themselves that they were wrong. And how much of this was your upbringing with your parents? hundred uh, percent of it because there's no school. So I'm not around kids my age. We are in a bus that they bought not like an RV. They bought a old city bus with with bus seats in it, and I think it was the Rosa Parks one. So it's very expensive. They ripped the seats out of the bus, and then they tried to convert it into uh, an RV, into a recreational vehicle that we could live in. My dad didn't really have construction skills at the time, and it shows. He built bunk beds, but he forgot to measure for the height of a mattress on top of the platform. Solid work. Yeah. So there was about two inches of clearance from your nose to the top of the next bunk. So then we're constantly in this bus and we're traveling all over the U.S. And with the emphasis on like, we're going to spread the word of this religion. And, And it's not passive. It's not, there's no internet. So we are literally on the street with neon signs from as early as I was two years old, yelling at people on the street. And we know that we have to get people's attention. So you're saying just that, like clickbait. You're saying things like, you're headed for hell. Christianity's wrong. And we are screaming in the streets with large neon signs. What was your conversion rate? A zero percent. And what, do you, what does that kind of do to your, your cognizance of how the world works or as a kid? Well, the Sorry, Bible has all these things built in, so it's hard to acknowledge that it's not going well because the Bible says it's, people are not going to believe and you're going to be persecuted. Um, I think how it affects me now is it's so much that it's really difficult to even admit how, how much it affected me because you're not around kids your age. You're always seen as this, uh, you always feel like an outsider. The cult is telling you that, yes, you're the chosen one, you're going to be saved, you are an outsider. So there's always this separation between me and everyone. I can get away with it if I just meet someone, mm. if I'm performing. But in a romantic relationship, if I'm with a girl, then it really starts to come out. And it's like coming out now. I've been with this girl since maybe July. And yeah, it's this really isolating feeling. I know I don't, I don't want to do this. I'm not trying to be 
cold. I'm not trying to not let someone in. And it's fucking heartbreaking because you you love these people. I love them. I don't want to be this. I don't want to create pain for someone or make them feel like they're second fiddle or I can't get out of my own shit, my own upbringing and just take care of them because these are what I say. I love someone. I really mean it. I love you and I want you to have a good life. And I can't give that to you. And it's not like a cop out thing. And therapy's like, I just can't. I'm just too fucked up, baby. It's like, I want to do that. I don't want to be this. Yeah, me giving the tools to. One of the things that makes me fucking furious is people are like, you're you're so lucky that happened to you. You're a performer now. You have so much to talk about. <sighs> I would give anything to not go through that. If I could just be a lawyer, I would do that. I do this because it's the only thing I can do. Mm. I couldn't read or write at 18. I had never been around anyone else. The thing I was kind of good at was breaking the tension and and making people laugh. And it was the only thing I could dig myself out of generational poverty. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At that time, like you say, you can't, you couldn't read or write at 18. Could you, un- did you get glimpses of what you were missing in terms of the modern world? Yeah. And how did that affect your relationship with your parents? So the cult leader came back into our life. So it's, we're failing all the way through street preaching. It doesn't go well. Cult leader gaslights us and says, what are you doing? Why are you not having jobs in the real world? It's like, well, you told us that God's going to end this. So how were you earning money? Uh... Yard sales of what them, in the UK. So yeah. we go through people's garbage that was like stuff they throw out, like people moving last minute or like going through a rush divorce. And we would go through people's garbage. One, we started by just getting food. We'd go through the, they throw out so much stuff in America, just full, full cases of food because it's all about a, a plentiful. So we're going through people's garbage to eat. And then that eventually leads into, oh, let's, what other things are people throwing away in their personal lives? So then we take that stuff, we clean it up a little bit, and then we have a yard sale every single Saturday. But then I get a job at a grocery store, bagging groceries, Mm. and I'm 15 and a half, and it's the first time I'm around 
uh, people that are not in this cult. And I'm away from my mom, more importantly. I'm away from the indoctrination of that. And then I fell in love with this girl uh, who's, I don't even know if I loved her. It was just like a really kind person to me who was very intelligent. We were in a small desert town of California at this time. Everyone was idiots there. She was very smart. She's a double PhD present day. And it was just someone that was kind to me. And I just bouncing off her head, like the things that I believe, just saying the, my beliefs about the world bounced off to just like a sweet 16-year-old girl. I just felt it just immediately unraveled any cult beliefs, any idea. Because like up until that point, like I would go home, I'd work at the grocery store, I'd be writing letters to God and essentially prepping for the end of the world. And it was just instantly, it was like your body like is going through these chemical changes where you you can't help it. You're just rock hard all the time. Mm -hmm. And here's someone that's your, their, their smell is, is, you know, intoxifying. You you give them a hug to leave and you're you're hard. Yeah. So that was unraveling. And then your body's getting hard and you're getting bonus. And this very sweet, smart person is like, what? No, why would God live on Saturn? We haven't even been there. (laughs) Was that why? Was that one of the things? God lived on Saturn? Yeah, God lives on Saturn. Sure. Hates gay people. Right. We're not likable. Little ironic. Saturn, really the gayest planet. It has rings. It's the only place. like, you know what? This planet needs a belt. (laughs) The belt is slimming. (laughs) No one wants to be planet shaped, but the belt is slimming. Yeah. The worst part of the cult is my present day life now. The things I'm experiencing as an adult now, my own shortcomings. I, I think as a kid, if you're in that cult, you don't know any different. You don't know any different. So it's just like, ah, it's just the weird thing your parents do. Mm. That was my whole reality. Now I'm out and I'm aware that this is other reality. I'm aware of the childhood that I missed. I'm aware of this connection and, and romantic relationships of, of stuff I don't have. <laughs> and that stuff is so, that's the most painful stuff. So I try to, you try to talk to my mom, like, yeah, it's, that was really fucked up what you did. Um, and they're like, oh, Oh, yeah, but okay, but there were some fun times in there. She just sees it as like my 20s were crazy. Yeah. yeah. You're 20, ah, we were crazy. And it's like, well, that was my whole life. That was the malleable part. It's the majority of your life. Yeah. And not just crazy, but dangerous, abusive. Dangerous. It's the most malleable parts of your brain. It's where you're really forming your personality, your trust, your empathy for people. And yeah, so it's really hard to talk to her now without, because she won't acknowledge that because it just, it's not a big portion of her life. Do you have a relationship with any of your sisters and brothers? Yeah. Yeah? And what's that like? Um, it's it's really beautiful because we've been through so much together that we can go two months without talking. Everyone's spread out all over the states. Everyone picked their own state that they love. They're all really great parents now. They all have kids. Um, I'm also overcorrective, like, I'll show you. <laughs> it still doesn't justify. No. Our strength doesn't justify their pain yeah. that and- they put on us. Do you have sort of, I don't know, I guess, anger with mum or dad? Or do you also now see them as indoctrinated, taking advantage of? Yeah, that's of- what's so confusing. It's so hard. You have to acknowledge as you make your own mistakes or just as you become, yeah, just more wisdom. Mm. That's the, you know, you're cursed with age and your body hurts, but then you gain this wisdom. No, I don't yeah. want it. I want, I want <laughs> the perfect dumb. body and Young, the eternal dumb heart. And full on. Of cum. Exactly That's right. That's your motto. That's it. Um, yeah, I, I just I forgive them more, but I yeah, it's really hard to acknowledge that that they they were just acting out pain cycles that their parents put on them, and then their mm. parents were acting out pain cycles that their parents put on. Mm. So it's hard. It's like, well, when does that stop? When do we start taking accountability for our actions? Yeah. 
Yeah, and changing something or trying. I guess it's accountability for trying to change as opposed to actually being able to execute the change because sometimes that ability is... So how do you communicate that in your life? How do you say that I'm trying without it sounding like a cop-out? Like, I'm trying. I don't want to be holding you up by gunpoint and mugging you right now. I'm really trying to not be this person. But when I do mug people at gunpoint, I don't take everything. Yeah. I leave them something so they can start again. (laughs) So we're up to the pick and mix. And this is a true um, Russian roulette of moments here. Pick and mix, pick and mix. It's time for us to do pick and mix. And today you have chosen, drum roll please, Amanda. It's quite hard. There's a lot of saliva on that microphone now. sore tongue. Daddy, daddy, look, I'm doing a dive. Did you have any tactics to try and get your parents' attention? That's very relevant because over the past holidays, I was feeling guilty. Or it was like part of the relationship I was in now. of like, oh, I should reach out to my dad. So I connected with my dad on this website for elderly people called Facebook. And uh, it's the only way I have like any sort of connection with him. Um, and then through that, I was just like trying to like reach out. And give myself that identity of like, look at me. I'm being the bigger person. Mm. And it's not even so far off. This is like me in December. <laughs> so it's like me now. But uh, so I reached out to him and then we get talking and he's upset that I got the vaccine. Right. So I now find out he lives in Florida in the United States on a swamp. He's Kubala and he's a full QAnon anti-vaxxer. No. Pro-Trump. Um, he, and then, so then I did some digging on his profile. He's got this whole long post about how he, I shit you not, he's mad he didn't make it to the January 6th insurrection with all of his friends from Florida because he had a massage appointment booked that day. <laughs> <laughs> Why not just cancel it? Why not say, I can't? This is like I'm a revolutionary of the French wars happening. That disc is just, I just never write. It's going to be more therapy on it. Um, let's talk about another mommy. Mommy, look at me changing the show. Um, kind of wanted the special to be like, hey, look, I did a good job. I turned something. I made something out of this pain. I transmuted this pain into something. Also, I was very easy on you um, and didn't lay into you. Not only that, I directed the special, built the set. I edited it myself. So before I even turned it into HBO, had a private screening for her. That's very considerate. To make sure you don't feel called out, doesn't feel like you're blindsided by anything. I want to make sure you're okay. So then did that for her. She said she was fine. And then, of course, after the special, mm. you know, maybe her friends are reaching out. People are like, oh, my God, why, did you, why would you do it to your kids? Has then since pulled back and is very angry about it. But won't say that. It's just trying to turn my siblings against me. I say, just send my mom, hurt? I just send my mom a WhatsApp message. I'm like, hey, can I put this joke in the show? And yeah. It's a yes or a no. And she'll say it. Normally, she says, even the, the worst one was like the other day. I said, I just, can I put this in? It was, I call my parents' marriage Schrodinger's marriage because no one knew if they were alive or dead until they were out of it. <laughs> and she just wrote by going, great joke, keep it. Great joke, it keep it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I think there's just too much control mm. there. She just wants control and then me doing stand-up or having a platform Is represents that, oh, a loss of control. Completely. Is that because she was, because the cult exercised so much control on her? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and even the what cult. What were her parents? What were your grandparents like that to have exercised? Oh, my God, beyond kind. They were, she wrote them off and like, fuck you, you're going to hell forever. 
Um, and then okay, also, can you keep sending money? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then very awful. Nice I love you. Uh, but thank you for that check. You fucking gonna burn. All right, now I'm loading a bullet into the chamber here. It's the last. That's an American reference. It's an American reference. Yep. It's a, <laughs> the Australian people here. The American hello is just a, the shot just a shooting, quick. just a shoot someone. Um, this is called "Shall I Be Mother?" Shall I be mother? Look into my eyes. Pretend I am Mark or Kathy or a stitched-up Frankenstein of both of them. What would you say to them now? Leave me alone. I'm doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me be. Yeah, I don't know. I've gone so long without ever having parents, or there's no one to fall back on. Hmm. I I send my mu- my money to my siblings. Um, a lot of the relationships I've been in, I've been the breadwinner for it. There's no plan B. There's no job I could do if stand up doesn't work out, unless podcasting as a hetero white male talking about movies. Hey, you don't even have to be hetero. But I've got a guy no under this desk right now. I send, <laughs> <laughs> I send money to people. Nobody, there's nobody I have in my life. Part of it is like I don't let people in enough to even do that, but there's no one that has my back financially. Hmm. Everything I have is stuff I made, and then I provide for people as a way to say, to prove to myself that I'm out. To prove to myself that I'm safe. If I wasn't safe, why would I be giving money away? Hmm. So, yeah, I think at this point, it's just like, well, let me please just try and make some art out of it. Because I don't even really want to do this, but this society that we live in rewards people for that. And it'll be seen as like brave or you turned it into something. And it's the best thing that could happen to us because we never succeeded as a cult. We never got a Netflix special about our cult. There's literally no benefit. There's a lot of pain. There's fractured relationships. Now, let me just tour, make money for myself and the people that I love. And yet, let me do it my way and, and release the control and know that that's my process of forgiveness. So that's what I mean when I'm just like, I'm doing my best. Leave me alone. I get that it's going to be messy on the way. You're going to hear things that are hard to hear or it's going to be different than you remember it or your friends are going to be like, why Why did that happen? Why were you making your kids eat out of the garbage? But I don't mean to hurt them or do anything. I'm just trying to do, I'm just trying to pick up the pieces. Hmm. Where can listeners of the pod find you? I don't know what's available. I, I, I think the thing that would mean the most to me is people Not you emotionally, it. apparently. <laughs> I'm on the street and <laughs> sucking people off. But it's just the HBO special would be the best thing mm-hmm. to get to know me and something I put everything into. If you hate it, it's 100% my fault. But everything is Moses Storm, just my name across social media if they're trying to find me. No one else wants that name. I'm never like Moses Storm, one, two, three. It's a stupid magician's name. It is, but it's yeah. right as well. It's not a good name. Your name is good. It's not my real name. Well, Ruben is my real name. K I took from Danny K because I grew up watching Danny yeah. K. Um, my real last name, I don't care, but is Krum, K-R-U-M. Krum, is, that's the most German. German for bent. Yeah. Oh, my God. And my Ruben is ancient Hebrew for behold my son. So the whole, my name is a dick joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My name is a slur, basically. That's why they don't want you to say reared on TV. Yeah, exactly. I think it's like what, what makes a good name is one unusual thing and then a very 
very boring mm. surname or a very boring surname and then a fun last name. So, but like, you've got you're doubling it up. Yeah, it's too much. It's just it does. You're right. It does feel like you should be pulling something out of a hat. Yeah. Or like making or like a doing the weather and magic, <laughs> or like a stripper at a bar mitzvah. Flash paper is involved somewhere. Yeah, somewhere is involved. I'm yeah. coming home in glitter. Hey Moses Storm. Yeah. Thanks for coming to Daddy. Thank you for having me. <laughs> in lieu of going to therapy, just talking about life on a podcast. <laughs> and that's where we'll end it. That's it's the basically cut. the same. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I get, like, they don't really say anything in therapy, they just listen. I get passive therapy in this. Also, yeah. it's a great perspective shift because everyone thinks their trauma is the most trauma until someone yes. comes in with more to tra- trauma trump. Trauma trump you. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.